We've made NextGear Capital's flex pricing line of credit even better. Now you can defer certain payments on Mannheim purchases. And flex pricing offers a 0.01% principal reduction per period on non-Mannheim units. So what are you waiting for? Flex further with flex pricing from NextGear Capital. Go to nextgearcapital.com today to start flexing. again everyone welcome back to the auto remarketing podcast i'm your host nick solovich part of the team at cherokee media group and senior editor of subprime auto finance news and auto fin journal for this episode of the podcast please to welcome back adam crowd who is president and general counsel of compliance a provider of end-to-end compliance and risk mitigation solutions. Adam, it's great to have you back on the podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for having me today. Well, very good. Well, certainly our our, our topic is one that's uh, been discussed quite a bit, but uh, certainly meriting a a conversation yet again, the FTC and and the safeguards rule and and all the developments associated with it. And and Adam, to to start out our conversation uh, for the people in the back, so to speak, uh, uh, when and how did the FTC enhance the, the safeguards rule? Kind of where do we stand? Yeah, Nick, the FTC has had a safeguards rule in place since 2002, so it's not new, but due to data breach after data breach and companies not living up to the FTC's expectations, the rules were revised in October of 2021 to remove any doubt as to the minimum requirements. And the new provisions to the FTC safeguards rules will take effect on December 9th of 2022. And they do expressly apply to dealerships along with other what they call financial institutions, lenders, RFCs, um, and, and those sorts of businesses. Um, in summary, the requirements are the following. There has to be the designation of a qualified individual to implement, oversee, and enforce the administrative, physical, and technical safeguards Uh, That person doesn't necessarily have to have any specific qualifications, but there has to be that that type of an individual. Um, There's mandatory and documented employee training that has to be relevant to the industry and also relevant uh, as it relates to protecting that consumer and customer information. Uh, There's the creation and management of the following, a written risk assessment um, in written information security program that's based on that risk assessment, an incident response plan, and an annual report that has to be put together for the board of directors or um, an equivalent executive management team. Uh, There are specific IT requirements um, that are now spelled out in this new rule, such as the enablement of multi-factor authentication on any systems containing customer information, encrypting systems that contain customer information, um, and the performance of continuous monitoring on any of these information systems that are warehousing the customer customer information. And if uh, some sort of uh, 
continuous monitoring would not be effective in that situation there there's the um, the other option of doing annual penetration testing and vulnerability scans at least every six months um, the rule also requires ongoing moni monitoring of access controls to documents and data customer information storage disposal procedures change management procedures and security practices. And then finally, there's the requirement that there be an assessment of the risk of vendors with access to the customer information and contractually requiring them to meet or exceed the safeguards rule standards that the dealerships themselves would also be living up to. Now, for some smaller dealers, there may be a limited exception to certain provisions of this revised rule. If a dealer maintains customer information concerning fewer than 5,000 consumers, then the dealer will not need to do these certain things. They will not need to create a written risk assessment, a written response plan, a written annual report, and they would not need to conduct that continuous monitoring of the systems or the other alternative, the pen testing or vulnerability scans. But that 5,000 requirement is easily surpassed when you think about all the data that dealerships are keeping. Think about all the data that's in a CRM or in the DMS or the credit applications or the deal jackets or email systems or social media. So it doesn't take very much to, to get to that 5,000 number. Wow, those are some some stiff marching orders, <laughs> to to say the least, that the FTC has has spelled out, and 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 perhaps it, it's an obvious question, Adam, but but nonetheless, why why does all of what you just shared uh, mean so much to dealerships? It sounds like the FTC is is not uh, kidding around on this subject. Uh, they're 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 not, Nick, and. You know, the, this administration's FTC is on a mission to hold businesses accountable. Uh, the FTC just swore in their fifth and final tie-breaking commissioner, who is an attorney and the founding director of the Center on Privacy and Technology at Georgetown University Law Center. So you know this regulation will be of particular interest to him. And the FTC has been hiring attorneys to specifically focus on and enforce this new rule against their regulated businesses that suffer a data breach. And on top of that, you know, there, there is a, a lot of importance to these, this new regulation and why the requirements are what they are, because just think about this from a consumer standpoint. Consumers are coming to these businesses uh, dealerships, financial institutions, and they're, they're providing them with very, very sensitive information. And they're trusting those businesses to keep this information secure. And that's, that's one of the reasons why the FTC has really buttoned up this, this new safeguards rule to have all these additional requirements. Again, the voice you're hearing for this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast is Adam Crow, who is the President and General Counsel of ComplyNet, and we're uh, discussing the the FTC's enhanced safeguards rule and the 
implications therein on on dealerships and and Adam we're we're sharing our conversation here with with Memorial Day weekend straight ahead and and certainly we both know how how quickly time time goes and in light of that going toward that December date uh, that you referenced uh, from your estimation how how prepared are dealerships to to meet these requirements with uh, perhaps that's that implementation implementation deadline uh, coming quickly. Yeah, there there are very few dealerships that are that are really on top of these requirements. There there are some that are out there. Um, we're seeing a small small percentage in the franchise space uh, that are that are to that point where they're meeting these requirements. Uh, but it's a it's it's really a very small percentage in the independent space. Uh, been have been seeing very very few um, in those in in that particular segment. But once again, even in the franchise space, you know we're still at a very small percentage. Uh, there are plenty of of dealerships that are working towards compliance and meeting the compliance deadlines for December 9th, um, but they're not quite there yet. And it is an ongoing process uh, to try to get people and try to get these businesses up and ready for compliance. It's, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? I can't just go to the gym one time and expect that I'm going to have washboard abs. You know, you, we've got to put in the work. It's going to be an ongoing process. A very, very good analogy. And if, and if anybody knows me, they would know that uh, visiting the gym is not necessarily something on my agenda regularly. Uh, Closing moments here on this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast with Adam Crowell, who is the, the president and general counsel of Complinance, a provider of end-to-end compliance and, and risk mitigation solutions. And, and Adam, to, to, to wrap us up, certainly uh, this, this topic can, be, can seem pretty overwhelming uh, to a degree, especially for, for busy dealerships that, that have so many other uh, elements of their business attracting their attention. How can how can a dealership get started on, on the right path towards uh, uh, meeting all of these FTC requirements involving the safeguards rule uh, to to not get frustrated, uh, and not overwhelmed? How can they get going on, on in the right direction? Yeah, Nick. So just like the analogy with, you know, going to the gym, if you're really serious about it, you're going to hire a personal trainer and they're really going to get you <laughs> on the right path. Right. So what it, what it starts with, it starts with, and it begins with assembling a team that's going to p- periodically collaborate to identify risks. And this team's also going to designate roles and responsibility for mitigating those risks, developing the program and adjusting the program based upon the various findings. And this team should be comprised of the dealership's qualified individual, a compliance expert, and an IT expert. So the the dealership, the compliance team, and the IT team are all going to get together and they're they're going to go through this process. And this team is going to take control and it's going to let the other people within the organization get back to what they do best, which is selling and servicing vehicles. Of course, ComplyNet can help dealers get started and to simplify the process. Uh, we do have a program that we put together specifically for 
the safeguards rules. So if, if anyone goes to complynet.com, uh, they can quickly schedule a demo or schedule a meeting with us and we'll get together and we'll talk about it and we'll talk about how to get them on the right path. Um, but it's, it's going to take collaboration and it's going to take uh, focus and, you know, people like ComplyNet and, you know, your IT folks, we're, we're going to be the ones that are going to be driving um, these technical requirements. Um, and it's not just technical, it's also physical and administrative requirements, but we're going to be the driving force behind that. And we'll get you up in, into compliance if you're doing the things that you need to do. That's Adam Krell, President and General Counsel of Compliance. Adam, thank you so much for, for helping all of us get a handle on, on what's uh, associated with the, the safeguards rule from the FTC and, and some great recommendations to, to get going on the right path. Adam, thank you again. All right. Thank you very much, Nick. Appreciate you having me today. And if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, just go to our website at autoremarketing.com and click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For fellow hosts, Bill Zedites and Joe Overby, as well as our fantastic executive producer, Matt Rice, I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us. And we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast. We've made NextGear Capital's flex pricing line of credit even better. Now you can defer certain payments on Mannheim purchases. And flex pricing offers a 0.01% principal reduction per period on non-Mannheim units. So what are you waiting for? Flex further with flex pricing from Next Capital. Go to nextgearcapital.com today to start flexing.